So wait, what are what are the what are they what are the Redskins changing their names to? Uh, it's still up in the air. They haven't determined. Personally, I what I want them to do is have the Red Tails, which the Red Tails were a bunch of Tuskegee, uh, so black um, uh, yeah, airmen uh, during World War One, World War Two. I don't. I guess World War Two probably. Um, but but they they were based out of. It would be a great like you know tribute to those guys. It's based in Washington D.C. You wouldn't have to change the colors at all. You could have like a really cool, like kind of like old timey plane as the logo. I don't know. I really like that. What uh, what what was the um, what was the uh oh baseball that hasn't changed? Uh, the baseball one, which they were changing and now they aren't, or something like that. And uh, that's the Cleveland Indians. And the uh, thing about the, I mean, the Indians isn't a great name, but the the worst thing is their logo, right? Yeah. <laughs> which manages to be offensive on multiple levels, I right. think. Because yeah. it also that. kind of looks like a minstrel type, you know, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. thing. I don't know. Have you have you seen the logo before? I have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm pretty sure they were making a, a new one. Uh, I think I, I think I remember some of the ones that they had were like spiders. Um, <laughs> what were the what were the alternate spiders. names? I, I remember I was reading an article about it that was like these are some of the names that we think it should be. Mm. Uh, I don't like the, I don't like spiders for <laughs> Cleveland's <laughs> baseball. Cleveland okay. spiders. Yeah, that's the thing. Why? Why the hell was draft day about Cleveland? Cleveland has a baseball team, a basketball team, and a football team. They're fine. Buffalo only has one thing. They only well, I guess they have a hockey team. Yeah, they have, oh, yeah, they have the Buffalo Bruins or whatever. Sabers. Sabers. They're and like they, all right. I feel like I don't know. I don't know what they. They last I checked, they had lost both their games. So they're all right. Yeah. So Cleveland Spiders. Cleveland Naps, named after a guy. It's like Napoleon. Cleveland Rock or Rockers. Cleveland Guardians. Cleveland Buckeyes. Cleveland Great Lakes or Lakers. Uh, Cleveland Municipals. Nice, nice. Yeah, we're a municipal district. Cleveland Wild Things. Cleveland Blues, and then just Cleveland Baseball Club. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Th- those are some of the those are some of the options that it's, some people. It's sad and pathetic. I love it. <laughs> That's what we want for Cleveland. Sad and pathetic. I'm also pretty sure that Cleveland is not a great baseball team, but I don't really watch that much baseball. So, I did watch the World Series this year, which was very exciting, actually. So it yeah. was a good it was a good year to watch. Yeah. That's great strike three. Dodgers have won it all in 2020. Nice. Like that. Why don't know. football teams just call themselves animals? Like it's the Rochester horses. The the. <laughs> it's the Rochester Red Wings. So I, mean, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. All teams should just be based off animals. That way, you can't have any racially insensitive names left over. You just everybody's well, just. Uh, I mean, in Taiwan, they have the Lamigo monkeys. So uh, I, don't I know. mean, as long yeah, that seems fine, right? Monkey. As long as no one makes it a racial thing, then yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we watched. We watched recently. Um, part of not the whole thing because it's like three hours long 
and it's kind of old. Uh, but you know Noam Chomsky? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, so he had he had the uh, movie Manufacturing Consent, which is all about um, basically the the way that media is able to kind of influence people or whatever. Um, but he has a whole entire section where he talks about how sports and national sports and stuff like that is designed to keep people stupid and uncaring about important uh things and focused on like you know bread and circuses type stuff the purpose of those media is just to dull people's brains this is an oversimplification but for the 80 percent or whatever they are the main thing for them is to divert them to get them to watch national football league stuff or something or just get them away you know get them away from things that matter uh and for that it's important to reduce their capacity to think take say sports that's another crucial example of the indoctrination system, in my view. Uh, for one thing, because it, you know, it, it offers people something to pay attention to uh, that's of no importance. That keeps them from worrying about, you know, keeps, them, keeps them from worrying about things that matter to their lives that they might have some idea about doing something about. Uh, which is not that, you know, yeah. surprising of a, of a conclusion in a lot of ways to me. Um, but just this idea that, you know, like, like somebody who likes sports is also has to be like a kind of a slobbering idiot just came off to me, like in terms of, uh, Noam Chomsky as like, oh, poor little Noam. He didn't get picked. He got picked last for kickball (laughs) and he's just always, he's always been angry about it. Now he's, he's angry at people who like sports. He's like, oh, they're stupid. Yeah. Ah. I remember in high school already, I was pretty old. I suddenly asked myself at one point, why do I care if my high school team wins the football game? <laughs> I mean, I don't know anybody on the team, you know? I, I, I mean, they have nothing to do with me. I mean, why am I cheering for my team? It doesn't mean it make any sense. You know? I mean, I uh, guess from like a, a, from like a strict social uh, like perspective, pretty much anything is distracting. Like video games, sports, sports do distract, but... I, the question I would ask Chomsky is like, is there not value in having breads and circuses? Like if it's one thing to say, okay, yes, sports quote unquote distract us from like, yeah, I mean, or like social stuff, mm-hmm. but is, is that if, if they do, what if there's value in that? Like I could say sports are not necessary, but they're wonderful at building community and they're great at like providing people with like a shared yeah. perspective. Like we're all in the Bills Mafia, or we're all part of the whatever. Like I, I would turn it well, on its head with him. Yeah. I would say, what if what if there's a value there, even if it's still this thing? Like film, film is intrinsically worthless. If you were to say like just based on like what does film let us do? It lets us examine ourselves, but ultimately it's just there to like provide entertainment, like entertainment either mentally or whatever, right? Like it's there for entertainment. Um, art is just there to because we, we get bored. Oh uh, yeah, we have we have we have intrinsic stuff. questions that can't be solved by just like you know chemical equations or whatever about about the world, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, the way he, I think the way he he was intending to talk about it was like they're distracting, like governments are distracting you from abuses of power, or like you know the truly you know important economic things that mm-hmm. are going on. 
Which yeah, and I, I I agree. I think I think well, like what's a, what's a life worth living that way then? Just like focused on you know quarterly earnings all the time or something. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, but but uh, thinking about like, because this 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 is we had a conversation about the Olympics in a, in a while and and uh, a couple of years ago. And, and I think I come down on this more and more of being like it's the Olympics designed to be a way of de-escalating national uh tensions and you know competing in a way that doesn't lead to bloodshed and still allows people to be prideful about their countries and and that's that's kind of a positive thing that's that's a nice thing i I don't think anybody like sometimes it feels good to feel good about the place you're from you know and like you're saying a shared sense of community or whatever um, without going to war over it, uh, mm-hmm. I think that's okay. Yeah, totally. It just seems like it just really strikes me as like uh, clear that our you know that there is a value in having actions that don't necessarily have a, a purpose. I watched a video of um, him and okay. Foucault, I think it was having a debate back in like the 60s Foucault's like this really I think it's yeah Foucault and Chomsky uh, justice versus power and it's like clear that I, I you know I, I think there is probably something within like uh, Chomsky that that like you said <laughs> just wants to be picked for things because <laughs> um, he is he is very like strident in his positions and I just I wonder it's crazy that he's still going I think yeah for, I mean like, I got to like, see him he gave damn. a lecture in at the university of rochester um a number of years ago and i remember i got to see him it was part of like there was something else that was going on that was the reason why i was there there was some like film or something i feel like it was about his life or something i forget exactly but um but yeah i got to see him and he he seemed you know cool uh he also seemed old at that point my guess is it was 2015 because i think he talked about trump for a little bit that must have been Trump must have at least been like, or maybe early 2016. <laughs> yeah, he must have at least like announced putting out, his putting out feelers or whatever. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, I I, I don't think he, I, I think he, a lot of the things he says are very true. Um, like agree in a lot of ways, but uh, he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when you get to be that 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 smart or that beloved or whatever, who doesn't have a lot of arrogance with them? I know we do. Haha, <laughs> that's true. With our uh, viewer, our <laughs> listener, this is this is uh, changing like gears a bit. But I was thinking they about it, gears. and I just didn't want to mention it. This will be like in the the bonus or like something. I'm not sure. But uh, you remember how one of our last episodes we talked about uh, apocalypse fashion? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the one of the fashion things that we got was a um, kind of a, 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 a jacket with some buffalo horns or bull horns or whatever, um, and like these wraps. And and I don't want to talk about it that much because it's been talked about a lot, and you know it's kind of like not worth talking about. But um, the the capital, the D.C. Washington D.C. riots that happened, uh, where they were trying to stop the vote to yeah. um, uh, confirm Joe Biden. 
there was one guy who got some fame uh the q yeah, the buffalo man yeah q shaman yeah yeah <laughs> he has a fur headdress and he's got horns and yep. stuff uh he's addicted and... to meth it's all good stuff yeah i was just thinking back to that episode and being like holy shit wait <laughs> <laughs> did we predict this <laughs> the q shaman that's 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 the one that they said our our apocalypse thing should be so um <laughs> that's funny yeah yeah um that's just the thing that i was thinking <laughs> probably you know like not a not a great uh <laughs> like like there are far more important things to think at that time that was the first right. thought that came into my head where i was like oh wait a oh, minute <laughs> we, we fucking predicted it <laughs> Or we're gonna get canceled because you know. Oh yeah, because we're, we're connected. We're yeah. connected to rights. Yeah, that makes, yeah sense. Exactly. that makes sense. I follow. Yeah, that'd be awful. Real human beings charged with inciting riot. <laughs> well, you know, we did we did do that speech where we did say, you know, uh, Biden had uh, one. give Trump a chance. You know, <laughs> give Trump. We were we were kind of on the fence. We were like, oh, but you know, he still could be good in his final week. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Give him a chance, guys. Come on. He didn't. He didn't pardon those people who tried to, um, you know, uh, do bad stuff at the Capitol, which is nice. Good for him. He didn't go with the obvious bad choice. Oh yeah, he yeah, deserves exactly. it. You know. <laughs> I already made this this joke in a different thing, and it's a little bit of a boomer meme. But uh, I think they should re if they ever do a reboot reboot uh of star trek they should have ben shapiro be um uh spock it's not oh, logical nice. logically yeah. captain. <laughs> if facts don't care about your feelings captain uh the kobayashi maru was designed to fail let's just say that <laughs> so in fact i so in fact i won in that scenario uh because you can't alex win jones it. is captain kirk um <laughs> No, he's he's uh, he's what's his name? Uh, Doctor Bones. Boy. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> New Year's New Year's was really for me because because I love I love watching it for some reason. Like I'm fascinated. It's it's the morbid fascination. Um, the uh, mm-hmm. New Year's Rocking Eve that um, Ryan Seacrest mm-hmm. does. Um, oh yes. Yes, it was so. I know it, it well. was so weird to watch it this year because it was like they were trying to make it similar to how uh, like past years are. They were trying to like have some normalcy or something because they had like the big stage right. and they had because um, they usually they have the huge crowds there. Um, but it, it just right. felt empty and it just felt like really surreal. They they had these boxes that people were. Because because they only had like a certain amount of people there, and they were all like frontline workers, um, right? Uh, which I mean, what are they doing there? They should be out there working, you know? What are, are taking a break? What the hell? Um, but they had them in these little boxes, and uh, the crane like like picked up at one point for like a, like an overhead shot, and it was really weird just to mm. see there was this one guy who was just in a box all by himself which was just really kind of sad because a lot of them had like family members and stuff 
but he was just by right. himself. Like it, that must be the most lonely thing just... possible because he's not seeing the cool <laughs> angles that I am. He's like you know yeah. he's squinting to see the, the the stage all the way at the end of the block. You know, it's like and he's there yeah. by himself with these two boomsticks that they gave him, and it's just like, man, are are we expecting you to? Like, why are we pressuring you to, yeah. to save this? Like, you know, like, a p part of me is kind of like, didn't, didn't, didn't first responders do enough already? Like, why are we expecting them to, <laughs> to pump up the party and make us feel like, you know, oh, this is a real thing, you know? Give them a break. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyways, it was, it was really weird, and it's, it's, it's a tradition that I love because I think it's cheesy and stupid. It's, it's, it's not quite as good as the um, – thanksgiving parade but it comes right. on par because it is so maybe maybe it's an extended metaphor for how empty inside ryan seacrest is. well i really what maybe does he like... do i mean this is not a this is not a you know like a a, a, a super a seinfeld bit yeah i mean it's it's what's the deal with ryan seacrest exactly you know he comes from there like what, what does he do he's just a handsome guy who like talks like i i don't I don't know. I don't get him. I, I don't get the that's reason like, why we need all you, presenters, you know? Like, um, anyways. Why do we need anything, you know? Why do we need anything? Okay. Just, you just take it to the extreme. Maybe right, but... Let's just all sit in the box with the guy with the poppers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, that's how, maybe that's why it was so affecting, because it was like, that's who we really all are. We're all just sitting in a box by yeah. ourselves, and we're going to die alone. We come into this world alone. We're gonna. You know, wouldn't it be um, great if? Wouldn't it be great if Ryan Seacrest opened his monologue with that? Well, <laughs> that just be. Yeah. No. No. Oh, I would love that. that. <laughs> Actually, I would take back every bad thing, and I've said a lot of bad things about Ryan Seacrest over the years. Believe me. Uh, all those. All those. You. You lived a year with me. I was just always going on yeah. with Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. Um, exactly um, yeah that would be I, I would respect him for the first time in his miserable life <laughs> um, uh, could you imagine that'd be great he did he did have this weird line that was something like uh it was coming back from like a jimmy kimmel uh bit like it was pre-recorded and he was just basically <laughs> saying like happy new year everyone doing some kind of like weird hackneyed joke of course because jimmy kimmel boom on blast um boom roasted but I, I, they I, cut I, back I, from jimmy kimmel doing that to ryan seacrest and he said something like well we all learned not to drink bleach this year or something like that which was really yeah weird there's so this was i've told you julie and i have told you about the time that we were going into vancouver and we heard the really bleak story from the the radio announcer right no no go ahead Okay, so like you know how like radio announcers, like especially like on like mainstream stuff, they have to be like really chipper and upbeat. Yeah. So it was like one of those pop ones, and we're driving into Vancouver, and uh, the the female announcer, the female DJ, goes like, "Oh, you hear about um, Megan Fox and her previous like whoever? Like they're having like an Instagram spat where like <laughs> uh, she posted that she was with somebody new, and uh, her ex is all mad about it, and blah blah uh -huh. blah." talking about like you know like showing your new sure. relationship to old relationships and this is celebrity and drama then, basically celebrity yeah. drama yeah and the guy he's like I, 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 how do you feel about this like would you be okay with like your your ex like you know saying that they're dating somebody new after you after you um and the, the guy's like well uh as you know megan i'm going through a really uh bitter divorce right now 
And uh, yeah, I, I think that probably might be the, one of the things that like pushes me over the edge. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like we were both looking at each other like, what is That's happening? Super this is like because like, it was there. it was like in cool. the in the background. There's like this chipper music, and she's like, okay, anyway, like <laughs> moving on. Um, so <laughs> it was, and uh, this just I would. There was another one that Julie heard. I didn't hear it, but um, it was on the local PG radio. Nice. And the, it was on, like, the 101.3 The River. Right. And the guy's like, yeah, it's been a tough year. We've lost a lot of people. And then he lists off, like, celebrities. So he was talking about celebrities. And then he's like, but also it was a, it was a year of where, like, we revealed uh, longstanding um, inequality issues in our neighbors down south. What was really interesting to me and to her was that, like, they never said America and they never said racism. So, like... It's you don't either know which side guy's like, on. He could be, you know. Yeah. Well, I think it, I think it's the guy who owns the radio is is saying don't, like don't say anything too, um, oh, provocative or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. So like he's saying as much as he can. A lot of racists <laughs> you know, like up there that. in Prince George. You don't want the truth to I be mean, out there, huh? Yeah. Jim Patterson, you know, he's. Uh... <laughs> Does he own? He owns the radio station. He owns, he owns so much. He's like our. He's like Mr. our. Uh, from like it's a wonderful. He's life. our Warren. Yeah, or our Warren Buffett. Uh, or uh, he's not Elon Musk. Let's put it that way. He's not out there innovating. I mean, text. You know, being being uh being Warren Buffett ain't bad either. You know, like uh, yeah. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, no, that that that's funny. I I would love to see like a, a radio or or like a, a news story that's like he's been called the Prince George. The no oh, fuck, I screwed it up already. Take two, take two. Um, <laughs> he's been called the the Warren Buffett of Prince George. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. James Patterson. I uh, those books too. You know. Um, Look up Jim Patterson. Hold on, he's he owns a lot. One second here. Uh, yeah, he's Canadian. I'll show him the picture of him because he's legitimately terrifying looking. Hold on, really? Just, uh, <laughs> and he I mean, owns just, all uh, this stuff. Yeah, hold on. Where is he? Oh, there we go. That's good. Wow. Yeah. Okay, right. that wasn't exactly how I was picturing. Balding man with. Yeah. Uh, he's got like 90, so, so many liver spots. Ninety. Whoa, whoa! Yes. Wikipedia, Wikipedia. Patterson is often referred to as Canada Warren Buffett. <laughs> hey, I was just off the top of my dome. Wow. Uh, he's the he's Canada's third richest man, and let's see, let's see what sort of uh, he's ninety two. Uh, um, does a lot of philanthropy stuff. Ninety two, man. Yeah, sole owner of the Jim Patterson Group, which owns like so much stuff. Like fuck our our fucking car deals dealer in Duncan is owned by Jim Patterson. So like, huh. he's only the third richest though. Huh. My goodness, does he live in Prince George? No, he lives in Saskatoon. Ah, Saskatoon. Is, yeah. There was a joke in Grown Ups about that. <laughs> um. Hey, what's up, ladies? Oh, you're from around these parts, eh? Yeah, I'm from Saskatchewan. What's up in Canada, eh? You American ladies, you've been out to Saskatchewan, eh? <laughs> well, 
it won't be that long until you're the new Warren Buffett or or the Elon Musk, if that's what you want, Alden. I want to be the Elon Musk of the RPG world. Oh, well. I want to overpromise and underdeliver. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> oh, isn't that insert head of Wizards of the Coast already? Oh, boom, <laughs> got him. Nice, roasted. Um, boom, roasted.